0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Today's News Tonight, episode 153. Man, this is, of course, the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests, our lovely patrons, and our awesome YouTube audience to discuss today's gaming news. I'm your host for today's episode, Ash Paulson. Today I'm joined by my good friends, our video editor and resident miracle worker, Brandon, voice of God, Miracle, and our art director, Daniel Evernight Night Tide, man of 100 names, Alba. And our very <laughs> special guest, beloved content curator and very good friend of GBG, Ant Dude. How's it going, guys? Going Not good. Bad. How
1: about you guys? Thank you guys for having me once again. I appreciate it.
0: Of course. It's our pleasure. Yeah. Got a, got a full crew today. Unfortunately, uh, Derek is having some uh, technical issues with his PC. Our hearts go out to him. He was really trying to make it today. Uh, but it just wasn't meant to be. And uh, he's currently taking the TNT time to, uh, you know, just take a little time for his mental health, work on his PC mm-hmm. issues. Hopefully, he'll be mm-hmm. back up and running soon. Uh, you know, Steve, of course, is, uh, you know, spend, you know taking time for his family, focusing on his day job. He'll be here for Friday's episode, as always. So don't worry about that. Uh, everyone's safe, everyone's healthy, just uh, lots of stuff going on. But we're here. We've got a great show in store for you. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Uh, Ant Dude, how's it going, man? What have you What have you been playing lately? Uh, I've
1: been playing, so uh, I was I was anticipating this question because I've been super excited. Uh, it's a game that I don't think many people are playing, but I have an Oculus Quest 2. Um, oh. so I've Resident Evil Four VR. Oh, nice! Uh, oh, wow! The game is amazing. That is so I heard good. Uh, I love Resident Evil Four. I think I'm you know I'm I'm basic with that. I adore that game, and in oh. VR,
2: classic.
1: dude. <laughs> Dude, it's (laughs) insane in VR. Like, you have a gun constantly at your waist, you pull a shotgun like this, and you cock it with the other hand, and you constantly have to aim like this. It's... The whole game is like... And it's amazing. Um, So, yeah. so Mostly that, honestly. It's the most time I've ever spent in any VR thing. Um... And then I know uh, some people, I guess last week there was the someone had said that I might be on uh, TNT and uh, I couldn't because of my own computer issues (laughs) as evidenced by boxes um but that's good now too i got to play Doom 2016 in 144 fps and it was amazing wow Um, oh wow that's (laughs) so good but uh
0: i'm guilty as charged there i think i was the one that said uh, that you were going to be on a little bit prematurely because at that point i thought you were and after that i heard about your tech issues
1: yeah
0: yeah, i
1: I thought yeah you know what i'll just take the old one out put the new one in we're good no that is not how computers work uh uh, one week later, but hey, I'm here now.
0: Well, I hope I hope we <laughs> haven't uh, passed passed our tech curse on to you. It's been kind of a running gag about how the GVG crew seems to be dogged by by some <laughs> some sort of technical curse with our machines. Uh, my curse is that I'm just I'm on a Mac, which I love, but it sucks for streaming. But mm. but other problems I've been having for the entire crew. And uh, I hope we, you didn't catch it from us. That's you know, hopefully you're you're clear and safe.
1: Whatever, yeah, no, now now I'm good. That's the, what the vaccines for, right? We got that five G built actually... in. It's gonna help with computers. Exactly. In the yeah.
0: You
2: can actually see uh, one of the tech curses right now happening next to me.
3: Oh, he's back. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. No idea what you mean. For oh, a minute geez. there, Daniel, I thought
2: you were just like really still with that smile, and I was like, wow, he's really holding it together. <laughs> I know,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, hopefully I, I, I think, I think we'll be good. Uh, I think we'll be, we'll have a mostly tech issue free, uh, stream today, completely tech issue free because we do have our resident miracle worker running our stream, uh, knock on wood, right? Or glass as the case may be since my desk is made of glass. But, uh, before we get started, we do have a couple of super chats. Uh, first off is a very generous $19.99 from StorySmith. Thank you so much. Uh, saying today I learned oh, there is a new met game called Phantom Galaxies that plans to release NFTs related to the properties' me- mech characters. I guess the idea is you basically own your own giant robot, but man, does that sound weird? I, that, I don't understand the whole NFT thing at all. All I know is it's bad for the environment, it, but yeah, that sounds weird. Um, yeah, own your own giant robot. I, I, I wouldn't want it in an NFT form though. I'd want it an actual giant robot form. Why can't I just have a giant robot is my question. Uh, but, yeah, no, yeah. thank you so much. much
1: to an, I'm too much of an old man for NFTs. I have no idea what, what that's about.
0: Yeah, I I hate to pull the age card because, like, you know, I like technology and stuff, and I consider myself pretty tech savvy. But but when you say the words NFT to me or the letters NFT, I just kind of gloss over, and I'm like, huh? Yeah. What? I don't yeah. Yeah. Really Somebody explain it.
2: to me what blockchain is. That's where I get lost.
0: <laughs> Same. I just, yeah, blockchain technology, NFTs. I just... I don't care. I, I guess that's for the for the younger generation. I don't know. I mean, we're all yeah. still pretty young here, right? But it, I, yeah. uh, it doesn't doesn't make sense to me. Uh, next, thank you so much again. By the way, StorySmith. Smith. Next is two dollars from Flame Seventy Three, saying three D Kirby game ant dude. Help. I know. Yes. Most
1: of granted, I was on vacation when uh, they announced it, so I couldn't do a discussion. I think I oh, think no. Derek to do something uh-huh. with you guys for that. I was on vacation, and then I got sick, so it wasn't in the cards to talk about that game. But yes, I know about the three D Kirby game. I'm excited to. I, oh, I know. I know. So, so I'm.
3: I'm,
0: so... I'm. Yeah,
1: eating good next year for sure.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, like uh, just thinking about it momentarily, I think Kirby and the Forgotten Land is. At or near the top of my list for the most in, my most anticipated games of 2022 right now. I mean, it's definitely up there. I love Kirby yeah. so much. I can't wait.
1: It's like Kirby game with a lot of ambition since, I guess, Robobot? Yeah, just
0: I was going to so say Robobot. Just didn't, really, yeah. didn't really have much. Yeah. So. Agreed. Agreed. I played it played very safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is $4.99 from Hustle Bun. Thank you so much. Saying I'm a, a warm hearted. Poo- to one of my favorite youtubers thanks for spreading the good word of bowser's inside story and kirby planet robobot hell yeah both of those are fantastic games
1: great games for sure
0: yeah thank you so much hustle bun and uh, i believe that's it for now so we do have quite a bit of news to get to today gentlemen so shall we uh, get on with it
2: yeah let's do it yeah ready
0: all right. Well, then uh, let's go ahead and move on to our first news story, which is one of our main main news stories for the day. I just wanted to lo- launch right into it. We're talking about Smash. I love talking about Smash. Let's do it. All right. So you may be aware that uh, Sakurai's final uh, column in the Japanese gaming magazine Famitsu has recently been published. And in it, he talks about uh, Smash Ultimate's various DLC fighters, as well as comments on the future of the series as a whole – Shut up, motorcycle. Good Lord. Nobody wants to hear it. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm the party. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so there's a lot to unpack here, and this comes by way of Silicon Era, as well as Cody Nokolo and our good friend Push Dustin on Twitter. Um, the I guess the first point to start with is that one of the parts of the article that leaked right away and that Cody Nokolo confirms here on Twitter is Sakurai saying, when it comes to Smash going forward... I can't see it, see it being made by anyone but myself right now, which is basically him just saying, you know, I, I think I need to be around to guide Smash going forward. And what's interesting here is on the Silicon Era list of translations, uh, he does actually say that we, they did actually try leaving Smash to someone else, but it didn't go well. So I don't know that this is Sakurai just saying, no, nobody else can do it. It sounds like they at least gave someone else a shot and it didn't work out. I'm curious to find out. I would be curious to know who that other person is that they tried to, you know, hand the reins to Smash and didn't work out. But uh, let's go ahead and start with this particular nugget of information. How do you guys feel about Sakurai saying this about it? Saying, you know, I don't know about what the series, the, what the future of the series entails, but I, I don't think it can happen without me. Paraphrasing, I feel and, like when-
2: Sakurai has been pretty open about. Uh, how responsible he feels for Smash Brothers, and maybe to him, you know, he feels like he's the only one who can realistically do it. And I imagine that, like, part of that is the auteur's curse, right? Where, you know, uh, the only person who can make the thing that you wanted to make is you. (laughs) Uh, Right. And I, I feel like he'd feel responsible if someone else made Smash and it didn't quite live up to what he imagined it would be.
1: Yeah, I mean, in in some of the tweets that were coming out about the interview, uh, the level of love that he puts into every single character, I can see, like, it'd be hard to trust anyone else with that intensity to make sure, like, everything is done perfectly. Like, just the one line about uh, Steve, how they had to go in and get the block code for every single stage, like, that's a level of dedication that I can imagine. It's very hard to replicate for someone else, so it makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: what about like, you, Daniel? Yeah, like imagine like someone who spent so many years with one series, like they've spent decades on this this craft that he's perfected over the years, and to have so many accomplishments within that series, like you've made deals like and come together with like Microsoft, with Square Enix, with Disney of all of all companies, and to imagine like. Like, how, how can this series go on the way that it has so far without me? You know, like that, that sort of artist mentality, which I'm I'm fairly familiar with. But it, it's kind of like, yeah, how, how do you um, envision the series to continue without you? And even if somebody else were to take the reins, like if people don't like it, they could still go back to Sakurai and like blame him for for, for things that he wasn't even in control of because people are so right. deeply rooted that this is Sakurai's series, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, well, before I deliver my own thoughts, I'll, I'll go ahead and read out the other quotes, uh, or the highlighted quotes in this Silicon Era uh, article here. So Sakurai is saying, I'm not thinking of a sequel. I'm not thinking of it every time. However, I can't say with certainty that this would be the end of Smash. I need to think whether I must release a Smash game or not, even if I have to do something that would disappoint users. I currently don't see a path where Smash can be produced without myself. Uh, And I said this before, honestly, we did actually try leaving it to someone else, but it didn't go well. And finally, if the series were to continue, I have to talk with Nintendo and have a debate on whether it will succeed or not. I must think about this topic seriously. And it's a really interesting situation that Sakurai finds himself in because, and I've said this before, it's not always the most popular opinion among some Smash fans. It's very hard for me to see Smash without Sakurai's influence. I have not at least yet been convinced that anybody other than smash is equipped to handle this series and infuse it with what makes it so special that attention to detail that je ne sais quoi feel of every character feeling like they come straight out of their source game it's it's a very spe- specific special thing that sakurai and his team do not just sakurai alone but sakurai and his teams do and i'm not yet convinced that smash would be as special or as Singular, without Sakurai. I'm not saying it's impossible, but right now I firmly believe Smash does need Sakurai. And so I agree with a lot of what he's saying here. However, he's in a tough position because, and and I'm mainly talking about how he has to, you know, think about whether another game can succeed or not. Because he said before, there's not ever going to be another ultimate. This is a one-time thing. So invariably, if he were to return for another Smash game, he's starting off with this, enormously uphill battle to not disappoint everybody by what is what sounds like would be an inevitably smaller roster with a lot of cuts and you know no matter who it is any cuts gonna piss somebody off even if it's dark pit somebody's gonna be pissed off out there and so where do you go it sounds like he's he hasn't written off the the possibility of returning to the series and dude take a vacation take the longest (laughs) vacation I you know and so I'd love to see him come back to direct another Smash game, but how do you do that when you know, at least as far insofar that he's told us that you're not going to be able to do Ultimate again? So where do you go from there? Uh,
1: I mean, I, I could see Sakurai being at the helm of a, a primarily single player, like tackling the Subspace Emissary style, but finally mm. going full out with fan service and like the the Mary adventure mode times a million. And just focusing on Nintendo, then, and using his more creative muscle, uh, I could I could see that because yeah, it's the name Ultimate by definition is like final, uh, so right. to assume that they're going to top the multiplayer essence of Ultimate would be foolish. But I think a single player effort would be really cool.
0: Yeah. I could see, I could see uh, that would be really interesting for him to double double down on the single player portion. Uh, but even right here in our own live audience patron chat, we had a few people, Free Compositron uh, uh, and Cornflakes, which I love that name, talking about how they'd miss Dark Pit if we were if he were cut. And I wasn't using Dark Pit as an example because I don't like him. I think he's great, but that's kind of the meme. Oh, who wanted Dark Pit? I think Dark Pit's great, <laughs> but that's my point. Is no matter what though, you're going to disappoint people, and if you do. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot has been said about just, you know, cutting, do, making major cuts to the roster and retooling all of the veterans, you know, giving Samus her dread moveset, and you know, basically giving all these veterans who haven't had their movesets updated in years uh brand new movesets. And I think mm-hmm. that could be exciting for sure, but that can only go so far when you're also facing down the perspective cuts of characters like Cloud, <laughs> Sephiroth, Sora. You know, I I feel like Sonic and Mega Man probably would be safe. I'm guessing Pac Man maybe, but like you know, Kazuya and Hero and Banjo Kazooie, that's just that alone is going to piss off so many people. So I don't Mm -hmm. envy Sakurai's position here.
1: I remember I saw I saw a tweet like a long time ago. It was around when they were revealing maybe like Hero or Joker. It was like. Imagine if they made Sonic now, because like all the third-party characters they added yeah. all these crazy mechanics and details and meters oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And Sonic is like, hey, we made Sonic. He has hand-to-hand combat for some reason. Uh, have at it. And no, no new music, but one song. Like it, 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 the idea of going back, like you said, with outdated move sets and doing something fresh. There's room there for something. I don't know what, but something.
0: Right. Yeah, I I guess it really just comes down to what you personally care about in Smash, you know, and that's that's different by person. There's no universal obviously if the, or the Smash fan base wouldn't be what it is, but there is no universally agreed upon most important thing when it comes to Smash. Some people say it's the mechanics, some people say it's the roster. Uh some people say it's a combination of of things. And I've said before, I wish they could just keep adding on to Ultimate and just keep building this roster. I want to see it get as crazy as possible. 89 is already as crazy, way wilder than I thought we'd ever get. But <laughs> I'm down to see it break out, break through 100 and just keep going. But that's because I enjoy seeing all these characters together in one game on top of the fact that I just love the gameplay. But I, do, I can see the merit in kind of bringing things back to basics and kind of retooling things from the ground up but I got to say, even as you know, a, a diehard Smash fan as I am and as appreciative of Sakurai and his team's work that I am, it would be impossible for me to hide my disappointment at having so many characters cut uh, and, and, and characters that I would expect to be cut, like Cloud and Sephiroth. That would be hard for me to... I'd still play it. <laughs> I'd still be hyped for it. But it, I would, I couldn't not be disappointed by that, straight up.
2: Mm-hmm. I think they would run into a situation where they have another melee on their hands. Where if we Mm -hmm. did get a new Smash Brothers with a significantly significantly reduced roster, you're going to find a large portion of players, at least in the pro circuit, that choose to play Ultimate because that roster is larger. And that might even extend to more casual players for the same reason. Uh, So I feel like navigating that is almost impossible.
0: (laughs) It sure does seem that way. And uh, it's really, I don't think it's a situation that has ever really quite existed before. Uh, not, not to the degree it does with where smash ultimate currently finds itself. Um, I mean, you know, we've certainly seen rosters get scaled back a little bit in other series like Marvel versus Capcom, you know, going from two to three to especially infinite, uh, not necessarily by number of characters, but by who was chosen, there were definitely a lot of people sore about some of the characters who were cut from infinite uh, versus who were, who was in three and two, but this just feels a little bit different in the sense that we have almost ninety characters ninety characters. that's ridiculous yeah and uh, you know and and the whole crossover element here with so many different franchises but uh yeah there there is a little bit more here to discuss so the 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 column is also about uh all the different d l c fighters, not just his thoughts on the future of the series um and he did reconfirm that Sora quickly became the most requested fighter on the smash ballot, like apparently it didn't take very much time for them to you know, see that Sora was just going to be the number one pick. Uh, he does talk about how Sora is primarily an air fighter, uh, you know, because that's kind of what, you know, he, he primarily fights in the air in his own games. Um, <clears throat> but there, it, it's some interesting stuff. Uh, Joker specifically was apparently a difficult time for Sakurai because the base game had just been finished. And so during Joker's development, he was m- transitioning from the end of the main game development to figuring out not only Joker but the general plan for DLC, in like period going forward, oh. and arson having or Joker having arson with him doubled the amount of work for Joker. So it sounded like that was really tough. uh Sorry, Brandon, you were going to say something.
2: Oh no, it just a surprise. <laughs> yeah, you
0: you couldn't tell, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, for Hero, apparently Sakurai thought that he wouldn't be voiced at first, but because a voice was added in DQ Eleven uh, he was able to work with Square Enix to include official voices and names for each hero. Um, he he does reconfirm that uh, Banjo-Kazooie were the first example of them working with an overseas composer on music rearrangements, that being Grant Kirkhope, yeah. of course um just lots of really cool stuff here uh, i don't need to go through every single thing because we do have news to uh talk about but he his passion for terry also comes through in this <laughs> saying uh, and this comes from push dustin he says sakurai's goal was to make the coolest terry bogart ever there might have been some younger fans who didn't know terry but that wasn't important it was vital that they could understand the character through smash i just love that and apparently the Terry's trailer was made um, by it was produced by Bondi, not by Bondi Namco in house, which is interesting. I, I oh, did not realize that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Sakurai for Min Min felt that long arms were the key to making a fighter who feels like they're from arms. And while that makes sense, I guess that means my my hopes and dreams of Twintel were dashed from the very start, which some <laughs> people did point out to me. Makes sense. Makes sense. Poor Twintel. She never had a chance. But, uh, yeah, you know, if if you're into the -the behind-the-scenes information of Smash's development, definitely go check out Push Dustin and Cody Nokolo on Twitter. Uh, They're doing, as always, amazing translation work, and uh, there's too much information for us to go through here. But I think the main bit was to talk about his thoughts on the future of the series. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think we'll see Sakurai do next? Do you think he's going to take a break and inevitably come right back to Smash, or might we see him do something different, you guys?
3: I hope I keep seeing him pet his cat on social media like he did the other day. Good. That was very sweet. That yeah. was very good. That That's what I cool. needed to keep me going every day.
1: I think
2: so. <laughs> to, yeah. to really boil it down, Sakurai is just going to make something that he wants to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that she, could be Smash, should, uh, I hope and does. it might not be. Who knows? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, when when yeah. he lets it, when he doesn't have, you know, Nintendo and Smash above his head all the time, he made Kirby Air Ride, which is a classic. He made Kid Icarus Uprising, which. Control issues aside, is a classic. I'd love to see him just tackle something that's not Smash for a while. If he returns to Smash in the future, the Switch 2, the Switch Pro, whatever, um, something new and fresh from him, maybe reviving another random franchise, something. Like, he's a very smart guy. Like, he's clearly very intelligent and has an attention to detail that's bar none. Uh, I want to see him get to flex it.
0: Same, same. I mean, Kid Icarus Uprising is one of my favorite 3DS games of all time. I adore that game. I, I love to see... I love when Sakurai is able to stretch his wings and, and do something that he really wants to do, even though it does seem like he really wants to do Smash or has wanted to. Yeah, definitely. Let the man take a break and, and you know, yeah, stretch his game development wings, his creative chops, and do something new for a while. I, uh, but if Smash is to continue, and I can't see Nintendo just letting it ride off into the sunset just because of the sales potential. I do hope it is with Sakurai at the helm, as long as he Mm. wants to do it. I wouldn't want him to be, like, pushed into it, even though he doesn't want to. But assuming he wants to come back, I hope he does, because I just can't, at least yet, I can't see Smash without him uh hustle bun thank you saying you share at you share my disdain for melee elitism melee elitism sucks elitism sucks in general right no it's obnoxious gatekeeper Uh, it's so obnoxious and cassius 335 did uh highlight one more point from all these translations it's cool to to note saying i like that banjo and kazooie were apparently just after sora on the fighters ballot that is really cool especially given that they are such a western centric character um very cool to to hear that that is apparently the case Uh, But we could talk about Smash for so long, uh, I know I could talk about it forever, Mm -hmm. but we do have other news, and we have a few more Super Chats. Uh, First is $4.99 from Javier Fuentes, saying, currently playing through all the good good Kingdom Hearts games while watching, (laughs) you guys never fail to brighten my day. Well, thank you very much, you brighten our day as well, and hearing you're playing Kingdom Hearts (laughs) even further brightens my day, because I fucking adore that series so much. Yeah, and uh, by like all King. the good ones, I assume you mean everything except Chain of Memories, and I guess Recoded. Oh, see, I
1: like, I like, God, I like both of those. Finally, someone else who likes Chain of
0: Memories. Yeah,
1: yeah, Chain of Memories. Yeah. Is not, okay, I'm always a alone. I so like Chain of Memories, but I like it.
0: I like <laughs> yeah. Recoded more than most. I will say, I actually did quite enjoy Recoded, but most people don't, which is why I said it. But Chain of Memories. I like the story in it, but I don't actually enjoy playing the game. It just feels like such a grind to man. me. I just, it never I never enjoyed it. See, to me, it's
1: 3.5.8. 3.5.8 is where you like, oh, you're really, right. really get down there.
0: Fair enough. 3.5.8 over two days, I've forgotten. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that actually being a game before the movie version <laughs> and the HD That's releases. Fair. Yeah, it wasn't That's a great fair. game. Yeah, yeah, it was man. not a great
3: game. I played both Chain completely of Memories for great. the GBA and PS2 and I'm, I'm the card mechanic I think as long as you're not completely like expecting it, uh, the pure Kingdom Hearts experience, I think mm-hmm. it's, 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 its, it's finding its own game. Um, but yeah, playing all the good Kingdom Hearts games. The other day, actually, the other day, I finally, for the first time ever, um, I've been playing Final Mix for Kingdom Hearts 2. I oh, finally so defeated. Good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> finally nice, so beat, good. for the first time, uh, the Lingering Will on Proud Mode. Oh, and nice. Felt, oh, nice. That felt so good. <laughs> it's so <laughs> Just good. to finally
0: get that off. But yeah, I love Kingdom I Hearts I haven't gotten dudes, around dudes. to that yet i've beaten sephiroth uh and unknown in kingdom hearts 1.5 on proud uh but i haven't done oh and I, and I did sephiroth in vanilla kingdom hearts 2 on proud but i haven't played 2.5 and tried lingering will yet so nice. i have not done that i've heard it's incredibly difficult though and and, and oh, very uh never refreshing when you actually beat him. <laughs> yeah never again <laughs> the only nice. difficult thing um, in kingdom
2: hearts i've ever done is the the remind boss gauntlet
0: at the end of that dlc Oh, that's pretty hard, though. Oh, yeah. 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 That is hard. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Next up is Brian Calibro with $20. Thank you so much. Saying, had a really crap day, but thrilled to fill it with good vibes. Thanks for being here to bring us joy and gaming news with great company. Well, we're really sorry to hear you. you had a crap day, and we're glad you're here. Feeling better, getting all these good vibes. I'm sending you all the ones I have. I'm sorry you had a bad day, but I hope the rest of it is way better. And we're always happy to see your name in chat, Brian Calibro. Thank you very much. Uh when well, also a follow-up with five dollars from Brian as well saying having you didn't have to do another super chat just to <laughs> just to correct a typo. We appreciate it. Aww. But you next time don't feel like you have to do that, but thank you so much, Brian. And again, I hope I hope the rest of your day is much better. <laughs> uh next is two dollars from Wapi Mulinga saying recoded gameplay is better than three five eight over two days. Yes, I agree. Yes, I, I had point. I had forgotten about that when I said recoded. Yeah, three five eight over two days is far uh less or far worse i agree completely mm-hmm. uh also screamo shaman with $1.99 saying sakurai's next project a remake of mole mania that okay. would be <laughs> deep cut
1: I, yeah uh, sure that'd be great yeah like whatever Super sakurai works cut. on great game
0: sakurai's ice climber yeah. um <laughs> i if he can if he can revive kid icarus the way he did i would love to see what he could do to something like ice climber hell even urban champion like you know he could do something really mm-hmm. cool with
1: it Dude, there he have been like, re- there like, been rumors for a reboot of star tropics for years and i'm, I'm sitting and waiting and if he did it that'd be amazing ooh, so i could see that, that out being there. a sakurai
3: game oh yeah That'd be incredible.
0: Um, Looks like my chat scrolled past a few here, so I'll do a couple more then we'll move on with the news, but I will get to everybody, I promise. Uh, Next is $20 from a Nerds Ramblings. Thank you so much. Saying, off topic, what do you guys think about Sonic Rangers as a concept, and what would you like to see from it? Do you feel Sonic in an open world could work? Challenge. Try not to fall into it's going to suck because Sonic Trap. Well, first of all, thank you, a Nerds Ramblings, so much for your generosity. And no problems with that trap here, because I am a constant Sonic defender. I think he has good 3D <laughs> games, not all of them. But I don't think every Sonic game sucks because it's Sonic. There are plenty of great modern Sonic games out there. Mm-hmm.
3: I do yeah. think Sonic
0: can work in an open world. I love the idea of, of actually getting to utilize Sonic speed with all this room to actually run. So that alone makes me feel like it could work, as long as they wrap proper mechanics and progression around it. But what about, what about you guys?
2: There's a couple of fan projects out there that already yeah. prove that. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Is it Sonic
1: Utopia? Yeah, Sonic it... Utopia is one. Yeah, uh, Utopia, right. There's one... So a lot... So I've done videos on these things. There's um. <laughs> there's a bunch of them that are just like a toolbox, like a sandbox is run around. But there's one Sonic fan game that's big open world, but actually has progression elements. And you actually go through level by level. And I, I played that. I'm like, oh... Yeah, Sonic, they can do this. Like, I don't know how much I trust Sega to get it right, but they can theoretically uh, do it. Whether or not we do, uh, you know, we'll wait and see. But, you know, as a Sonic fan, it'll be interesting no matter what.
0: Totally. What about you guys, Brandon? Dan, any any thoughts on that? Brandon Daniel?
3: I'll let Daniel <laughs> go. <laughs> um. I mean, yeah, I've been a big fan of Sonic games since, like, the, the Genesis era, and I've, I've always appreciated what they've done on the uh, on 3D front as well. Like, I, my first uh, 3D Sonic game was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube, and I've always enjoyed the, the 3D Sonic games. Obviously, some of them perform less than others, and they've been on a, such a big fluctuation over the years, but, I mean, games like, um, gosh, like even with Sonic Colors Ultimate out, I feel like we can work on a formula kind of like that, but make it open world. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the like, imagine the boost mechanic in, in a really grand, like, wide open area. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, there's a whole bunch that they can do with that. But, man, I can't imagine, like, how long it would take to just develop the world. Because you need to make a world that's big enough for you to, like, actually traverse it and feel like you're exploring. If it's, like, a world for, say, Breath of the Wild, if it's, like, that size but Sonic's running all over it, the world seems a lot smaller all of a sudden. So yeah, yeah it, it's just it's just like how far are they willing to go to make something that feels open world for a sonic game uh, but i would totally be down to play something like that for sure.
0: I almost
2: mm-hmm. feel like the world design needs to be emblematic of like a skate park 'cause you you need to be able to traverse the world in as many ways as possible, sure you know, pulling off stunts, mm-hmm. feeling cool Tricks. while you're doing it um and doing that over the course of an entire like open world game, I could see it if it was more segmented, like smaller open worlds, kind of like what uh, Pokemon Legends is going to do. That said, if they can pull it off for a completely seamless world, that'd be really incredible, and I'd I'd definitely love to see that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, same. And I mean, I've said many times before, I love the boost style gameplay in games like Sonic Generations and, and Sonic Colors and because it captures the speed of sonic and if we can get that wrapped around a different kind of game an open world game i think there's massive potential there Mm uh whether sonic team can fully live up to that potential that's a different argument but i do think that there's a lot of potential there and uh, i really hope sonic rangers turns out to be great i really am crossing my fingers for uh, another strong showing from 3d modern sonic just to once again prove that that 3d sonic can work people have short memories they forget that generations was awesome colors mm-hmm. was great well colors just got re-released so i guess that's a little bit different but people still that argument persists that sonic sucks that modern sonic sucks and it's not true so mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> anyway we do have more super chats but i want to go ahead and get uh, get on with the news so we will get to those um, throughout the rest of the show don't worry but for now let's go ahead and move on to our next sto- next news story which you might not dig
3: <laughs> I, uh...
0: so <laughs> you uh, might know where i'm going this, going with this but this comes from our friends at nintendo everything and uh yacht club games have announced that shovel knight dig uh has been hit with a delay uh with no no release date it's just been moved to 2022 it was supposed to come out this year um but it's just it's not going to make it and uh, they but yacht club dispe- did specify that uh development on shovel knight dig is going well but the team just needs a little more time than their initial projected release window uh, and you may re- uh, recall that this is the procedurally generated Shovel Knight game that they are co-developing with and, uh, But to kind of, I guess, uh, blunt the impact of this delay announcement a little bit, they did uh, reveal a new character. Scrap Knight has been introduced for Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, and uh, she wields a, like a pick, like, a, like an axe pick. And uh, according to Yacht Club, she has spent her recent days sifting through the shifting refuse pile known as the Magic Landfill a sorcerer's rubbish heap located deep below the earth's surface the excavators find her useful because she can recover most anything but scrap Knight has ideas of her own make haste when digging through her mystical junkyard danger lurks in the clutter that just sounds so shovel night and i love it (laughs) i i played a little bit of dig at at, uh, pax east a couple years ago it seemed a lot Mm -hmm. of fun i think Derek and i both loved it or really Mm -hmm. enjoyed what we played of it yeah and uh what about you did you did you get to play it at, at pax as well
1: yep that that packs east right before uh you know the stuff happened, uh the yeah world I got... shut down yeah. yeah yeah uh yeah no, I, play, I played it then, and it's it's so much fun, like god the art the art yes. was so good, the music was so good, Nitro are surprisingly good developers, not not many people know of them' right. but they're, they're fully competent in what they're doing. Um, and I, you know, I'm at a point where I don't care about delays, by all means. I have so many games to play. Please delay more games. I'm good. I, I have plenty Same. to play. Um, Same. so yeah, take as much time as they need. And also finally expanding the Shovel Knight universe, like, take as much time as you need. Like, that That sounds all exciting, and I want it to be perfect.
0: <clears throat> right. And as as Late Night Sprites points out, we do still have Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon coming up. And, and uh, apparently... A- Scrap Knight does also feature in Pocket Dungeon, so Dig isn't going to be her her actual debut, but I guess they're teasing her in, in advance of Dig in Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon. But oh. yeah, I agree with what you everything you said, Ant. W- great visuals, music, animation. I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I'm not really into procedural or procedural generation as much usually, but when done right, it can be really compelling. And what I played of Dig. Was very compelling despite being randomly generated to a degree. So, uh, Brandon or Daniel, did you guys get to play this at uh, any shows before? I yeah, haven't. The, the, no. the big shutdown. Okay. Yeah,
3: fortunately, I haven't been able to no, play okay. this game yet, but it looks so interesting. I really want to to get my hands on it, and and um, yeah, it's just awesome to see like the the complete shift in gameplay that they're doing, but they're still doing a wonderful job with the shovel knight, like the the branding and. And more lady knights, please. Let's get more lady knights in here.
0: <laughs> right. More lady knights indeed. And uh I think I think the most important thing to say about Dig, at least from when Ant and I played it, was that that, that very specific Shovel Knight charm was on full display in oh, Dig, yeah. despite mm-hmm. being co-developed between awesome. Yacht Club and Night yeah. Like there was no awesome. it didn't feel like a Shovel Knight game being made by people who didn't get Shovel Knight. It is one hundred percent authentic grade A shovel Knight that you're getting. At yeah, it felt play.
1: like a total extension of Shovel Knight. It, like gameplay wise, it's like a slightly better Mister Driller, I would say. But yeah, like for it sure. fits in with Shovel Knight perfect. I don't know if the music is done by Jay Kaufman like the main game is, but it sounded great. Uh, clearly, their creative muscle with the with a we're gonna get clearly a bunch of new knights. That's really cool. Um, you know, the same could be said for Pocket Dungeon. I know we're not talking about that now, but just they know what they're doing. Um, yeah. So that's really cool.
0: The uh, let's see, the uh, Shovel Knight Dig reveal trailer was scored by Jake Hoffman. But uh, okay, okay, and I just found a I just found a tweet by Yacht Club from 2019, right after the release, confirming that Jake Hoffman is returning to score Shovel Knight oh, Dig. There That's you awesome. go, absolute bang cool. of a soundtrack,
1: guaranteed,
0: guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all I need to know. He got me there. His his soundtracks for those games are just some of the best chip music i've Wonderful. ever heard in my life they're just they're, they're perfect uh so yeah i don't think there's too much to say too much more to say about this uh shovel knight dig will come out at an unspecified point in 2022 but before then we have shovel knight pocket dungeon to look forward to and uh derek will tell you he can tell you stories about how bad i was at that game and how good he was at it <laughs> when you take shovel knight but you take the platformer out of shovel knight suddenly i kind of start sucking because i'm not very good at puzzle games so uh, it took me a while to kind of acclimate to it whereas derek picked up on it immediately it was pretty funny to see but um uh, yeah so shovel night dig it'll get here when it gets here uh but as always as we always say on tnt you know mental health first take as much time as you need yacht club we'll be here to play it whenever mm-hmm. it's ready but better to get it right yep. and take whatever time you need and don't overwork anybody and don't release it before it's ready <clears throat> you have our support so exactly
3: yep. Absolutely.
0: yeah uh all right well before we move on to the next story you got a few more super chats to read out uh jared helder with two canadian dollars thank you very much saying uh it's similar to kojima's involvement in, in metal year solid referencing referencing sakurai's position with smash so yeah it's very similar to that mm-hmm. uh flame sean 73 with two dollars choosing violence saying the one character we don't need is corin look sure. I, 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 first of all uh, thank I, you donation. Yeah, yeah i, I disagree I have I'm sorry, every I, character I, is
3: somebody's favorite. I but,
0: exactly.
3: God damn it, Brandon! You saw exactly what I was gonna say. Was I'm just, sorry. Like, in this game, everyone, everyone. No matter what character you pick, it's it's someone's main. It's someone that they love to play as. And I don't main Corrin, but I love using her, and it's still a character that I enjoy playing. And they play unique enough from the other characters in the roster that I, I think there'd be something missing from that as well. But I know yeah. there's just no way we could talk about Fire Emblem Face without some kind of stigma. So I get it. <laughs> Sure. I was, I, was about you know, to,
1: I was about to throw shade at it because it's it's terrible, but you know I, I won't I won't go uh, I won't that deep.
0: <laughs> well, and I totally agree. Fire Emblem Fates is far from my favorite game. I, I didn't particularly enjoy it, and I don't find Korn to be an interesting character at all. Male Korn, even less so because I just don't like his design, don't like his choice of uh, English voice. Uh, I just don't think it fits for him. But I think female Corn has a pretty cool design. But regardless, it's what Brandon said for sure every character is someone's favorite and you know there's someone out there saying the same thing oh god the one character you shouldn't come back is mega man okay if that's how you feel that's fine but like i don't get the i've never understood the argument for cutting characters i just like if you don't have to why cut a character just because you don't like them someone else out there hundreds thousands of other people out there love that character Mm-hmm. So I cut them? I don't know. That's just how I, I feel about it. But I remember
2: uh, seeing yeah. a big like push to cut the Miis from Ultimate, and I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> who why? cares? The, the
0: Miis <laughs> bring their own form of, you know, satisfaction to exactly. fans of characters These who didn't make it me. otherwise, like Sans or Doom Guy. And and they're they're fun in their own way. Plus they're inextricably linked to that trailer that's reveal trailer that featured iwata fighting reggie in a dbz style battle how can you hate that best trailer that's one of my favorite that's one of the (laughs) very best so no me fighters are totally cool in my opinion i just don't no matter who the character is i just don't understand the argument for cutting them if you don't have to why Mm -hmm. even if you don't like somebody just don't play them yeah that's how i feel about it but yep Regardless, thank you so much for the donation, Flame, Sean. And, uh, you know, always love seeing your name in, in chat as well. And just thank you very much. Uh, next is Trace Hall with $5 saying, Love you, gamers. Secured a PS5 through my dad. Had to shell out $750 because it came with some dumb <laughs> basketball game. But got Ghost of Tsushima. Well, that's a good very guy. happy for you that you've been able to join the PS5 gang. Uh, I'm sorry, though, that you had to. It sounds like you got it to like a GameStop bundle, right? With one of those forced... GameStop bundles, they pair it with games you wouldn't otherwise want, like some dumb basketball game. But uh, (laughs) very happy you were able to get a PS5 and enjoy Ghost of Tsushima. It's a great game. I know Steve, if he were here, he would be singing that game's praises because I know he finished it and really loved it.
2: It's incredible. And it has a fantastic multiplayer mode.
0: Nice. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, Yeah, well, Steve and I played that with Blessing from Kind of Funny, and I'm not really into... A lot of online multiplayer that isn't like Smash and Mario Kart, really. And so I just don't play online a lot. Fall Guys, I guess. But that is really fun, Ghost of Tsushima Legends. It's yeah. Legends, right? Yep. Yeah. So fun. And it was something that I actively went... I didn't keep playing it for a long period of time just because, you know, my time to play games is limited. But it's something that, had I had the time, I would just keep going back to it. It really was that fun. I loved it. But uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and move on to our third news story of the day. And as I I always do, I don't know why this happens so much on my hosting days. I don't know why we get Activision Blizzard news (laughs) so often, specifically on my hosting days. It sucks. But anyway, this is the Activision Blizzard continuing dumpster fire news story. So let's go ahead and get that up on screen. So, uh, in the wake of all the continuing allegations, you know, sexual abuse, harassment, all all that lovely stuff that Activision Blizzard has been uh, exposed for doing, uh, Jen O'Neill, uh, the co-leader of Blizzard, has departed her role, leaving Mike Ibarra as Blizzard's sole male boss, which, as J- Jason Schreier pointed out on Twitter, maybe isn't the best look in the wake of all these, uh, you know, all these women coming forward and talking about how horrifically toxic and dangerous the company culture is at Activision Blizzard. Uh now you got a single male boss in charge of things on the Blizzard side and uh you know it's not the best look. I I know they couldn't have necessarily uh foreshadowed Jen O'Neill's departure, but yeah, not not the greatest look in my opinion. Uh but on top of that, it's just bad news all around for Activision Blizzard. Uh, company stocks have tumbled 10% in just a few hours uh, following Jen O'Neill's departure, as well as delays to Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Uh, I might have a tiny violin around here somewhere that I can start <laughs> playing for them, but I, I can't find it. I just have no fucks to give. Anyway, yeah, that's the latest on Activision Blizzard. Uh, Ant, how are you? I don't think we've talked about uh, this lovely situation with you yet on the show. Uh yeah. are you about all this, man?
1: I mean... <laughs> It's such a. It's. I I do want to go a week without them trending on Twitter. I mean, that'd be nice because I'm right. kind of just I'm kind of just tired of it. Um, luckily now, uh, clearly they're never going to make a Crash and thing again, so I have no reason to care about the company. Um, so that that's yeah. that's awesome. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's. It, they're so tone deaf, but at least they changed McCree's name. <laughs> They, they the did do that.
0: <laughs> they did at least do that, at the very least. Yeah. I mean, it's it's of course, as we've said here on the show before, and I know Brandon and Daniel will co sign with me on this, is that, you know, of course we feel bad for all the developers in the trenches there. None mm-hmm. of this is their fault. They're yeah. the ones suffering amid all this. But it's impossible to feel any sort of uh sympathy for Activision Blizzard as a business as a whole.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, I'll say this much. My my editor kind of uh, does some QR, uh, uh, the QA testing for stuff over at Blizzard, and we begin to talk about it because he, he works with them. And uh, I, I, one thing I don't like is the idea of not, like, supporting the game because you get into this weird area where, like you said, there are actual employees there that are just fine people trying to have a job, and at that point, the higher-ups are going to do their shenanigans no matter what, as unfortunate as it is. But there's so many other people that are affected in the company who don't want this stuff to happen either. But now they have a a livelihood they're trying to maintain. Uh, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's just it's just all bad.
0: Yeah, and as Super Gamer Dude one hundred and one in our live audience patron chat mentions, Toys for Bob is dead. I think Vicarious yeah. Visions recently got absorbed officially, like last week. Mm-hmm. I think what yeah. they. And they didn't even tell them. I feel like I remember like Vicarious Visions found out at the same time that we all did that they were being absorbed properly. And I, I don't quote me on that. I think that's what I heard. But it's just it sucks. And as you said, Ant, they're not they're not doing anything more for Crash and Spyro, m- more than likely. So any interest that I would have had, even outside interest, I would have had in their output is just gone. Not that I would support their games right now anyway. But yeah, be I mean, the I don't only even care positive about PR and- they had. Yeah. yeah it really is but like
1: it it sucks too because i actually met someone who works for the diablo 4 uh team and he's just a like a nice normal dude and everyone yeah. like they don't like it either i can i can confirm anyone in the chat the people on the development teams don't like it either um sure. and unfortunately like the, the, all that stuff again it's yeah. yeah it's just it's just bad all around unfortunately
3: yeah, there's so many yeah. actual good people within the company that work and do an honest living making these kind of games, but then they're caught between all this crap. And it's just so unfortunate to see that happen constantly with with people that deserve better, you know, people within mm-hmm. that deserve better.
0: Yeah, same. And, and, I, and I feel sad for all the, you know, just genuine Spyro and Crash fans out there. I, I'm more of a Spyro guy yeah. than I ever was Crash. But either way, Spy- Spyro especially, like at least Crash got Crash 4 before all this shit went down. Mm-hmm. then there may be the end of crash now who knows but spyro didn't get anything other than the reignited trilogy and yeah it's just a shame cause I, I feel really yeah. bad for for both just genuine fans of those series but again it would introduce a lot of like you know do you want to support this company despite loving these brands too so right. maybe it's for the best but it, it does suck though it, it really is a shame uh but of course in context that's mean. That means nothing compared to how much more it sucks for all the people who've been suffering under the thumb of Activision Blizzard and its horrifically toxic company culture and everything that's Absolutely. been going on on that end. Like so, obviously, the human cost of this is way more important than any video game character. But mm. uh, the whole thing just sucks, and it's just bad vibes. And you know, as I said, we 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 have in the past said that we would uh, continue to report on the goings on of all this continuing dumpster fire, but that we wouldn't be covering their games and that's still true we're not so that is the latest on the Activision Blizzard ridiculousness um but I think we have pretty much said everything we need to about that at the moment so can we just like all agree that the next news dump we get about this can it be on a Monday or a Friday not on a Wednesday just give me
3: an right, episode where
0: I, I don't have to do this <laughs> yeah. okay uh... Let's read out a few more super chats. First is well, a thousand Chilean pesos from Benja X saying, "Have you played any Digimon games?" No, I have not personally. Though I know our uh, I know our community member Twilord would love you mentioning uh, n- mentioning that at all because uh, they're a huge Digimon fan. But no, I have not. What about you guys?
1: No, I have That's Cyber good, Sleuth have. on the Switch, but I haven't played it.
0: I cool
2: yeah I have that too. I actually got it from TwiLord, so thank you. Nice. <laughs> um nice. but also nice. <laughs> uh, one of the Digimon World games on PS One. I can't remember which entry it was, but I was a a dumb kid and couldn't get past like the first RPG battle, <laughs> so I didn't get very far. <laughs> huh. that's that's my experience. <laughs> I, I did. Gotcha, gotcha.
1: It's like a Digimon Smash Brothers clone uh like on gamecube that my buddy of mine owns and i just played as Agumon and wrecked him my first time so that was pretty good i don't know anything else about it but that was pretty fun (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nice.
3: yeah i haven't really experienced any digimon games myself so
0: (laughs) same we have we have some other and it's not just Twilord, spicy panda skull kid tiger they're talking about how much they love digimon in our patron chat and uh, I know my wife loved the anime. She was more of a, of a Digimon fan growing up than, than a Pokemon one. Yeah. Uh, but she one. hasn't really played any of the games. That, that didn't really translate into a love of, of any of the Digimon games. So I had the movie on VHS. Ooh. It's, yeah. It's an experience. <laughs> nice. Nice.
3: The anime intro uh, will
0: forever be stuck in my head. Oh, oh, yeah. Always. Big same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, next up is $20 from a nerd's ramblings. Thank you very much saying I've been hearing from leaks uh, that Sonic Rangers is coming along much better than earlier. It might even be delayed to 2023 for quality assurance. Sega are reportedly taking this game's quality seriously. Also, I, I hope, hope boost hope so. continues on the side. Same. Uh, and I hope yeah. everything you're saying from these leaks, it ends up being accurate. If it needs to be delayed to 2023, fine. Just get it right. Get <laughs> yeah. it right. You know, for, for Sonic, it's especially Sonic, I think it's incredibly important for Sonic Team to prove that they have the chops to get 3D Sonic right again. It has, uh, someone pointed out, I don't know who it was uh, a little earlier in our Patreon chat, but someone pointed out that it's been a decade since Sonic Generations has come out, kind of pushing back against my people have short memories comment, which I guess is fair. But because it has been that long since what I would consider the best 3D Sonic game Yeah, they they need to, I think, kind of prove again that they can do it, especially after Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces was so... Trash. Trash. Uh, It really was. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. (laughs) I got it for free on... You played it, me too. Yeah, I got it for (laughs) free on
2: PSN, and I hate played through it one night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) well the, the thing about sonic forces was it, it wasn't even something that you could sit back and kind of like laugh at and and, and enjoy uh, like ironically in the same way as like sonic 2006 mm-hmm. like sonic 2006 was so bad that it came all the way around to being funny and you could enjoy it on that merit to a degree but sonic forces was just so bland yeah. and it took everything that that sonic generations and and the 3d games before it did right and just completely threw it all out the window and in favor yes. of just this incredibly bland, uninspired, I don't know what the hell. It's just is
1: crazy that. for an apocalypse story.
0: <laughs> what a right? goofy right? plot. Like,
2: oh my God. <laughs>
0: I know. At least it did give us give us the uh, Knuckles war quote, though. It, I will always give oh <laughs> Forces credit. <laughs> that was for good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um Next is Purity Chalice with $4.99. Thank you very much. Saying, I would really love for Nintendo to make a versus series type fighter possibly produced by Capcom was Sakurai and Niatsuma uh, who did Tatsunoga vs Capcom and MVC three on board. Sign me up. I no, no yeah, no uh oh, arguments here. Maybe not Niatsuma, because Niatsuma he I have like a thing with him. I'm not really. I'm sure he's a perfectly nice guy, but there was some interview back when MVC three was still new and coming out. Uh, where he was asked about why Mega Man was cut. And he's like, well, Zero's basically Mega Man. Like, why are Mega Man fans complaining? Zero's the same thing. No, he's not! Come on, man! Yikes. (laughs) Yeah. So that I have a bit of a thing with that. But that was also how many years ago now? So Mm -hmm. I forgive him. I forgive him. It's okay. It's okay. Um, Let's see. Next is... Uh, two dollars from Black Ninja. Uh, saying that player two amiibo for them feet. <laughs> Who said that? I'm guessing you mean corin, right? Yeah, right. I, I don't really have too game much game. to say about that. But
1: it is yeah. one of the most expensive amiibo out there now. That's like a hundred dollar amiibo for some oh, reasons. Yeah. So maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe the maybe the feet. Maybe they really
0: uh. <laughs> really this feels like perfect uh, GVG out of context fodder talking oh, about amiibo. No. Corin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh and then next up is Floxcat with two dollars saying, Hey everyone, still a little depressed, but I'm okay. Well, thank you for letting us know, Floxcat. We really appreciate you telling us that. Mm. Uh again, whatever you're going through, we're really sorry about it, but we're sending you all the love and the good vibes we have. And just thank you for letting us know you're okay. Uh, I always love seeing your name in chat, so thank you for letting us know. All right, well, uh we'll we'll get to the rest of the super chats a little later, but let's go ahead and move on. Uh, to our next main story of the day, for which I just have to say, oh banana. Okay, so uh, if if the rumors are to be believed, uh, the Mario movie is not the only thing that Illumination and Universal are working on. Reportedly, there are there's also a Seth Rogen-led Donkey Kong movie in the works. Um, this could be something that comes out after the Super Mario movie uh establishes what you know whatever's going on in that version of the universe who knows but yeah seth, seth rogan's uh turn as donkey kong may not be over in the super mario movie and uh i i think the main thing i think of when i'm you know I think about the idea of a seth rogan like dk movie who's gonna play diddy and is k Rule gonna be involved are the Kremlings gonna be there i just feel like there's so much to wonder about here but uh Aunt, how, what are your what are your initial thoughts on this did,
1: did did any of you guys watch the old Donkey Kong Country cartoon? Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. Which is musical Man. half the
0: time and it's amazing. <laughs> we all have.
1: It's all I can think about. Um, <laughs> if, Banana Slammer. If, if this leads to a Mario Cinematic universe, cool. Um this means Nintendo is investing more into Donkey Kong as an IP, so that's that's exciting. I would I would imagine and hope a game comes out of it. Uh it's gonna be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my whole life I already know
0: know. the the Marvel movie
1: is not gonna be good like it's just it's just not but it's gonna be stupid and that's why we're all gonna go see it um like so I'm here for the ride it's gonna be dumb but I'm I'm here for the ride I'm too locked in I've, I've dedicated my whole life to this company so sure I'll take whatever garbage they throw my way I still can't get over seth rogan as donkey kong that implies donkey Kong's <laughs> taught, which he hasn't since the 90s in the cartoon i i can't i hate it i hate it so much
0: but what's funny is is he's one of the seems to have been and this is also pointed out in the comicbook.com article from which the story is sourced they they also point out that seth rogan as dk seems to have been one of the more well-received casting announcements for the Mario movie. Like,
1: you know, I I, excited for bananas to be an analogy to weed. That's what everyone's excited about. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't, I mean, it's like you said, aunt, I I'm pretty sure this movie's, I I need to see a trailer first. I don't want to come, come right out and say, it's probably going to be trash because I don't want to undercut, you know, all the hard work that I know is being done by by people in the trenches. But at the same time, I totally get where you're coming from. It, just doesn't seem as though this movie is poised or being poised to deliver what people might want from a Mario movie, an animated Mario movie. I could be wrong. And hey, you know what? We all thought the Sonic movie was going to be complete and utter garbage, trash, dumpster fire, and it turned out to be pretty great. And we're all now looking forward to Sonic 2 unironically. What a weird timeline we're in where we're unironically hyped for the Sonic movie sequel and we're like, eh, this Mario movie is probably going to suck. Mm-hmm. Right?
3: What How situation. are you guys feeling about
0: this, brand Daniel? That is your officially <laughs> combined name, by the way. <laughs> Celebrity right couple now, Daniel. I don't make I, the rules.
2: I think the Mario movie will be fine. Fine is right where <laughs> I'm landing so far. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Um, but as far as Donkey Kong is concerned, I think this makes a lot of sense because we are getting that Donkey Kong expansion to the theme park. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think whatever Band, we get Band next Kong. for the theme park will, will probably tell us what next movie they plan to make because uh, it's all going to be promotional tie-in it's just just how this stuff works um, right but I, I'm loving this picture from Bloops in
0: our live audience I yeah just, I was thinking I the same saw. thing yeah <laughs> Our former TNT guest Bloops just posted a picture in our live audience chat <laughs> of the uh, of the 25M screen how, and saying, how high can you get? <laughs> That's so good. Because, I, yeah, Donkey Kong probably is going to make oh, a wee joke. Not really. God. But, you know. I,
2: I have to wonder, like, what era of Donkey Kong this is going to take place in. Because the Mario movie is obviously, at least to some degree, referencing its arcade roots with mm-hmm. – uh, with Mario Brothers and then on the NES with like Wrecking Crew and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I have to wonder if are we gonna start with uh, Donkey Kong arcade and then go to the future when Donkey Kong <laughs> Jr. has grown up. <laughs> I, I need oh, to know how God. this <laughs> is gonna oh play my out. God. A fire we'll see D- time <laughs> skip. Yeah,
1: yeah. If we got to see DK Jr. on the big screen, that would be amazing.
0: There needs to be a scene he's, where he's doing that. Older
1: screen DK. Yeah, he's a yeah. sheriff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Rob oh Arman says says, uh, K. Rule, voiced by Adam Sandler. Good. Why would you even put that out there? Oh, that's, God. oh my God. That's a ghastly thought. <laughs> I, thought. I, I definitely see a lot of pushback for Seth Rogen as DK, and I'm not... I'm actually okay with that. I'm, I'm one of the ones who's okay with that caching choice. I, at least one of the ones where I have to wait and see. It's not one where I'm immediately repelled like Chris Pratt is Mario. Like, that just seems like it's a horrible oh, yeah. choice right out of the gate. I but actively Seth hate Seth DK is one where I feel like I can give him... Yeah, like, but I feel like I'd at least take a wait and see position on Seth Rogen as DK. Maybe. Doesn't you know? Seth
2: Rogen have, like... He... I don't remember exactly the what he was and how he was involved but i think he was like producing a a console wars movie or a documentary oh, about yeah. versus Sega. So oh. I, I, he
0: Forgot has about some kind, kind of
2: investment in the video game universe so i i'm at least interested on 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 those grounds alone like i feel like he would at least know donkey kong well enough to attempt to perform him well <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly, I so. and uh, uh, I, I completely agree with Top Dog here in the live audience chat. If a DK movie is going to happen, the movie better start with the DK rap, please. Oh my please, god! Yes, please let that be the case. <laughs> um, you know, I, as I said, yeah. you know, with the Mario movie, I, just like with the DK movie, I think there's potential here, but it's just mm-hmm. we, it's so hard to know where our hype meter should be landing here until we see a trailer yeah. for the Mario movie. You know, it's yeah. just until then. It's just such a big question mark.
1: Yeah. Realistically, that Mario trailer will be the, the catalyst of good or bad, because no one probably thought an MCU would be a decent idea to spread a story over so many movies, but took one good movie with a couple of mentions to be like, oh, okay, I'm on board. If they can do that, spin off to a Donkey Kong Country movie, maybe spin off to a Captain Toad movie and get Keegan-Michael Key to do more Toad stuff. Luigi's yeah. Mansion. Like If they can spread out like that, There's some exciting prospects there, because at least visually, it'll be really cool. Um, But uh, We're at the very
2: least going to get a movie where we can look at the screen and say, that's Mario. (laughs) Unlike the, you know, the 1990s live-action film. Um, And, you know, I'll watch it on those grounds alone. Maybe I can just mute it and dub over it myself and enjoy it that way.
0: Yeah uh um, yeah. hustle bun points out i didn't i didn't realize this but hustle bun points out that seth rogan produced invincible which is amazing i agree really and he's that's doing a new so ninja good. turtles movie i didn't know that
1: really okay seth
0: rogan's doing a ninja turtles wow. movie. time me up i actually as an actor and entertainer i like seth rogan i think he's a pretty funny guy yeah. so i have no problems with this like okay. that's actually really neat so i just but i can't see his voice coming out of donkey kong's Big dumb face. It's just so weird. Because <laughs> he shouldn't be talking, crazy, right? There are
1: all... tweets where they just throw Seth Rogen's like laugh over Donkey oh, Kong Country gosh. cartoon from the '90s, and it's amazing. It's going to be oh, so that stupid.
0: Sounds... Oh man, yeah. I just, it's just going to be weird ha- seeing these <laughs> characters, and not even just DK. It's going to be so weird seeing Mario just talk like Chris Pratt. Like, what? Uh, but...
2: It's a me, a Mario. That's not the it's voice. It's a me, Mario. <laughs>
0: god i just don't even know but again i we have to see a trailer we're kind of at a dead end on on speculation here until we Mm -hmm. see a trailer at least for so at least when we see a trailer for the mario movie we can have a barometer for what maybe what the dk movie will even look it's coming out like a year from now we need to see something
2: like yeah soon
0: (laughs) right um just a, l- a little bit of cleanup here from the comicbook.com article. Uh, this was first reported by that hashtag show with sources for Giant Freakin' Robot, also stating the project is in the works. So this comes from two different sources, uh, and the latter outlet assumes that Fred Armisen is going to re- is going to reprise his role as Cranky Kong in, in this spinoff, but that's not confirmed. That's just speculation. Um, that just and, and that bit about Cranky Kong just makes me think about who like what what parts of donkey kong's giant family tree are going to be included in this movie you know might we get diddy might we get dixie i know kitty kong facts (laughs) hope we hope we can see Kitty. imagine if that happened like will we get funky or chunky or tiny you know what's gonna happen here at the very least all the animal buddies in
3: there we get Diddy, a roll and 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 funky kong probably cranky kong because they know cranky kong already has a voice as well i mean we we don't We don't have any context for anything. That's the problem. Like we're in this Not- abyss of unknown things because there's no, there's no like frame of reference. There's nothing to 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 compare it to with no um, visuals, with no voice samples. Mm-hmm. Like like once we see something like that, I think we'll have more of a as you, as already everybody already mentioned already, we'll have a better frame of reference for. For what we can expect, but right now we're just left yeah. in dark and it's scary.
2: <laughs> not having Diddy
3: in the Donkey Kong movies, like not
0: having Luigi in Super Mario Brothers. That's at least that's how I, I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Diddy is is so important as a companion, you see, you no know, character to yeah. to Donkey Kong. It's like Sonic and Tails, Mario and Luigi. Like, you see, yeah, it's completely. And here is your mega mention of the day, folks. Like X and Zero, it's totally the same thing. Like, I <laughs> I totally agree. And having DK without Diddy just doesn't feel right to me but who would voice him there's just so much speculation here uh, mm. all i know is i can't wait to see a trailer for the mario movie so we can at least get some idea of what a seth rogan donkey kong even sounds yeah. like
3: can we hear seth rogan talk about his coconut cream pies that's what we're all, <laughs> all waiting right. for Ooh, banana slammer. <laughs> and his weed nanas
0: so uh, Spicy Pan Daughter apparently hates me asking, can we have Squidder? All movies need a giant spider. No, no movies oh, God. need giant spiders. None whatsoever. <laughs> it's not necessary ever. But he's got
3: little you. sneakers it, on. It's cartoony, it's cartoony. It's cartoony, it's fine. If it's too realistic, yeah. then no. Yeah.
0: yeah. Seriously. Uh is probably fine. is pretty cartoony. I never got creeped out by Squidder playing DKC2. So Squidder gets a pass. Uh all right. Well, I think we've said pretty much everything we can about that. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to a few more super chats uh let me get back to where i was okay first is two dollars from late night sprites saying in the wake of this support indie games they rock and i f- assume you mean in the wake of the activision blizzard situation and yeah yeah i'm not even in just the wake of that though support indie games always. period because they rock always yeah they're, they're always great so thank you late night sprites uh nicholas castro was with uh seven australian dollars and 99 australian cents saying did anyone check out eastward a little on the fence at the moment that beautiful pixel art is so Mm. damn alluring though that's exactly how i feel about it i've heard really good things i really want to play it it's a zelda like it has pixel animation it's right up my alley but i haven't had time to check it out yet have any of you
3: I still want to i've I saw like the first episode that Amy did playing the game just to see her reaction to it, and I'm really interested in trying it myself. It looks very very interesting for sure, mm-hmm. but I just I just need time for it this this, this this end of the year has been so packed with so many games it's like, oh, stop, please.
2: Exactly.
3: yeah this uh spicy yeah. pan daughter points out in the chat Demon Turf comes out
2: later this week, which uh comes out Nintendo... tomorrow, oh my God, oh, is it tomorrow, oh my God,
3: in that <laughs> game was awesome. on Twitter awesome track. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what, also, you know, that actually, that's a pr- I was going to read out a few more Super Chats, but we'll do that after this last news story, because that serves as a perfect segue Speaking to our new. final story of the day, because there is something else that comes out tomorrow on the Nintendo Switch eShop, and it's wild. Wow. So let's get that up on screen. Okay. So uh, you may have heard of the Hit Switch Game Calculator. It is literally <laughs> just an app. It's a calculator app. You can buy it in the eShop right now but its developers are making a Popeye game that they say is based on the classic Popeye arcade game. But when you look at the game's screenshots, the screenshots tell a slightly different story, and apparently this game's coming out tomorrow. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's ready. And you, you, I, We didn't have too much hard other hard news to talk about today. There's the Elden Ring thing, but we don't have anything to say about that until the Elden Ring presentation actually happens. So... In the in the meantime, I like leave, leaving you know leaving off with weird, funny news stories. And this is just this looks like it was made like it's a glorified what N sixty four, very early PS two game maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the description of Popeye calls it a modernized adaptation of the classic arcade game, but I would say that it seems to actually be that just in the very loosest of interpretations. This is. This looks so bad, you guys. This looks like an asset <laughs> what to me. It this does. is a concept. What is even going on here? I mean, Popeye is weird, in, in the best of circumstances, it's just—it's just a weird property. But what? What the hell's going on with this game? Why did they? Why did this developer pivot from a calculator app to this? How did they get the rights to Popeye? I have so many questions and zero answers.
1: So I, I've uh, I know the developers S- Sabic because I did a video on like Switch eShop trash. Um, and oh, you did. Okay, nice. Right on top of the list, everything they make is garbage. I was about to swear. <laughs> everything they make is garbage, uh, and they're all like super expensive. I swear, if you look up their profile in the Switch, they have like sixty games, like six zero uh and they're oh God. i didn't know trash. that there's like a ton of instrument playing games and there's misspellings in them Uh i play i bought a tennis game off them and it's garbage like i have no doubt this is gonna be one of the worst games on the eShop. shop no doubt Late um night vision like, <laughs> like, like yeah like early, i'm like oh support yeah support indie devs support the people making the game sure screw these guys they, they they're just terrible just absolutely terrible <laughs> They should not be making games. I have no sympathy whatsoever for them. I don't know how Popeye, the license, was like, yeah, sure, you know. Re- also, Remake, the game was made by Nintendo, first off. I don't know how you, you could talk about remaking that game, because the original Popeye was made by Nintendo. Um just-
0: uh, Not only that, it was the blueprint for Donkey Kong, the arcade game, the yes. original arcade game. It yeah. was the blueprint for that. It's so nice. in a it's way.
1: a good game too, like Popeye arcade and NES is yeah. genuinely like a good game. Uh, this I clearly, if you release sixty games for ten dollars, enough people will buy them to fund the Popeye license. So we learned something today. Uh, it's I hate that the proof that the article also uses like a still from the animation that was really really good. Um, uh huh. Because that's not indicative of all at all. I guess it's, Popeye is in the public uh, domain now.
0: Yeah, and that's really what Irish Shapland says right. in our live audience chat. I didn't know that.
1: Yo, I can make a better Popeye game than this. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll buy yours, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end, I mean, at the, straight up, I'd rather than just port the the actual OG Popeye arcade game because, as you said, uh, uh, Ant, that game's actually great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't I don't know the uh, who the audience for this is. I am morbidly curious to see just how bad how much bad or worse uh this game actually is to play than the screenshots would imply. But man, this just looks like garbage straight up.
1: Yeah. I don't like talking bad about indie games, but Me neither. Screw Sabic. It's is a... trash. Can you call it? Yeah, you it really an indie like, game like I didn't know
0: you point? had such
1: well, it's because I did a video on them, and I and like that I just fell down the rabbit hole. Like, oh, Sabic just releases like oh dozens my. of garbage, and then I just I, when I was at too many games, we were drinking, and I was downloading Sabic games and showing off all my friends. Like, look how terrible these are. <laughs> Which, Clearly, I guess that's better than having no buzz. Um, but yeah, they they, they did re- like release a ten dollar calculator. Like, that's a ten dollar thing.
0: That is uh, so. Yeah, and people bought it. Yeah, I mean. Nothing wrong with fault buying a calculator them for... app for your Switch, I guess, but for $10? bucks,
2: they are trying. You can't fault yeah. them for getting their bag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I mean, yeah, get gosh. yours. However, you, you know, I mean, if if people are buying it, then I guess, okay, but I don't, yeah, I I don't get it. Like, if it was, you know, a $2 calculator app just for, you know, just for curiosity's sake, sure, why not? Maybe. That's weird. 2 bucks, whatever. But, like, a $10 calculator app for the Switch and then... I don't even know. Is there a price for this yet for Popeye?
1: If It's more than $10. I'm going to be so upset. Oh, it's $13. $13? Oh, gosh.
0: Yeah, oh, $13. And, just, and
1: just using old comic art as the, as the advertising. God, it's so That's disingenuous.
0: Amazing. I don't even oh, think man. I'd buy Popeye this for the meme.
1: Popeye is a simple, pick-up-and-play, fast-action, fun game, which anyone can play, but be warned, winning a high score will come easy. Okay. Um,
2: Properly Find owned. and
0: eat the spinach and get the special powers needed to punch your enemies into the sea and become faster at collecting the items before they return. Well, at least we know that's... you can punch your enemies into the sea. That's a selling <laughs> point if I ever heard one. Oh my god. god. I Jesus. guess we'll see. I just want to see a trailer, that's all. Like This is coming out tomorrow, apparently. Hopefully there will be a trailer on the eShop page. I'm just so curious about what seems to be pretty garbage. But uh yeah, well... That's kind of our humorous, weird news story to take us out of the uh, to the day's news. But we do have a few more Super Chats to go through. Uh, first is 50 Mexican Pesos from Moon Ghost Doodles saying, Crash being put down again sucks, uh, sucks a lot as someone who became a big Crash fan very recently. But victims come first in all of this, of course. Good vibes to all. Completely agree with everything you said, uh, Moon Ghost Doodles. I may not even be a Crash fan myself, but I do feel bad. Uh, for both the old school Crash fans and folks like you who just became a Crash fan recently. It's a real shame. Uh, $5 from a nerd's rambling saying Sonic 06 was bad for being rushed. Forces had engine problems that left them with only one year of actual dev time. It's bad for being brain dead, which hurts. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't think I realized that they only had one year of actual dev time because I know there was a four year gap, and, yeah. which when Forces came out, we were all like, how did this take four years? This is so disappointing, but that Mm -hmm. would make sense. I hadn't heard about it only having one year of actual dev time. So that does explain a lot. Uh, Five Canadian dollars from Jesse M, uh, a.k.a. our good friend Kitty Kong Facts, saying, cast me as Kitty Kong in a Donkey Kong movie. Hashtag (laughs) Kitty Kong Facts for the DK movie. If not, I'll have to make a fan dub as long as Kitty's in it. You know what, man? You got my vote. I think you are the world's, literally the world's number one biggest fan of Kitty Kong. And I, I don't, I'm not even, that's not hyperbole. I think you are the world's number one fan of Kitty Kong, and I think you should do the voice of, of this character if he were in the movie. Straight up. You got my vote, man. You got my vote. We'll endorse um, you. Yeah, we, I think you have all our vote. Yeah, GBG endorses you. It's, yeah, Nintendo, if you're listening, you, GVG endorses Kitty Kong Facts as the voice for Kitty Kong in this movie. Uh, all right, $5 from Trace Hall saying, Yep, secured my Yuffie machine, PS5, and traded in that dumb basketball game. Literally every customer <laughs> traded it in. Also, Corin's feet are unsettling. Back to Corin's feet somehow. We're, we've covered the gamut here. We've got DK, we've got Popeye, Corin's feet dumb basketball games yep. we just Everything. Really, you want to you want to yeah.
1: photoshop the thumbnail t- of the the episode to now just have a zoom in on foreign feet
0: <laughs> oh I'm god i it. don't i don't think so i'm doing it right now <laughs> daniel he's already doing it yep um and i also love that you called your ps5 your ufi machine nice trace thank you very much uh next up is hustle bun with $1.99 saying expand bong <laughs> that's perfect oh that's my god. perfect I, how did I not think of that? That's perfect for Seth Rogen, DK. Thank you, Hustle Bun. Uh, next is $5 from Octopuppet, saying, My only hope is they take a page out of Pixar's book and include shorts with these movies, specifically more of those Miyamoto Pikmin shorts. Hey, oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. Uh, yeah, on Monday, shorts. we were talking about how great those Kid Icarus Uprising animated shorts were. More of those, please. Hell yes. Yeah, proud completely those agree those are great. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Lizard81288 with $2 saying, can't wait to see Candy Kong on the big screen, dot, 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 dot. Uh Uh-oh. I think I can Mm -hmm. wait to see Candy Kong on the big screen. I I don't really—it's going to be really interesting to see how they design these characters. If they they do include DK's extended family or whatever they are, it'll be really interesting to see how they design these characters uh, one way or another. Uh, but I do believe, oh no, wait, uh, late night sprites with $5 saying GVG and aunt dude are awesome. Keep being awesome. Got Skyward Sword HD from a mom, uh, mom and pop shop for $30 today wow. and Chinese food. Oh, Popeye for GVG arcade. win. there's a lot, a lot to unpack there. First of all, <laughs> hell yeah. I'm getting Skyward Sword HD for that price. Chinese food. Hell yeah. Chinese food is delicious.
2: Always, but Amazing. I'm going to
0: have to. The last part of this, I'm going to have to uh, ask Brand Daniel. That's they're they're the stewards of GV Arcade. Well, we do uh, need so a sub goal. That's them...
3: <laughs> true. Yeah, we, sure, we sure do. Sub goal for when,
1: when, when everyone's at Pax next time, we get a bracket going <laughs> for multiplayer Popeye sessions.
0: It may actually happen. You you heard it here. If if Popeye wins the fan poll, he may see Popeye right, Popeye, pop, money,
1: Popeye up. Money match. Pop oh, I'm thinking about on. it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait. Also, Bolt Mouse X approve, uh, approves of my fusion name for YouTube, Brand Daniel. Like uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys you approve Bolt Mouse X. Thank you. Um, but that does bring us to the end of today's News Tonight, episode 153. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. But before we head out, as always, Ant Dude, please tell – I think our – audience already knows where they can find you but for the few people who don't please <laughs> let them know where they can find your amazing content man
1: yeah thank, thank you so much for having me always a pleasure talking with you guys uh over on youtube and twitter and 92 just random videos and a lot of topics usually a lot of old nintendo stuff uh, i got some pretty big topics coming out for the rest of the year if you like the Wii, this is your time to do it there you go there's uh there's there's the channel right there uh so yeah go go check me out and uh yeah once again thank you guys so much for having me.
0: Dude it's our pleasure you're you yeah, know it's awesome one of the best friend of the channel we love having you on whenever you want to be on we'll have you back on TNT on reaction streams whatever you know we love you man.
1: And also I guess yeah uh, Mario Party tomorrow that's a right thing up. too. So I'll, yeah, I'll be Yeah
0: you're gonna going to be on the Five well. Arcade tomorrow uh playing mm-hmm. Mario Party Superstars that's at 12:45 p.m. Pacific right guys? That's correct.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully Ant and I still stay friends, or it's going to be a very short friendship. I feel I get, like I, I ended right? a lot of friendships get, on Tuesday. I get, I
1: get mad. I get into it. I, I don't take friendship seriously in Mario Party. So
0: <laughs> nice. I'm always... We're throwing down, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine
0: very cool no uh uh yeah that's happening tomorrow twelve forty-five p.m pacific over on our twitch channel uh twitch.tv slash official gvg the hype police is already coming that's how excited <laughs> they are for this stream tomorrow so you don't <laughs> want to miss it uh but they actually might just be hyped for our amazing patrons who helped make this show happen because without you it wouldn't be happening so thank you all so much for your incredible support and generosity over on our patreon uh but yeah we have to give a special thank you to all of our producers at the or, or all of our patrons at the producer here and above for making tnt happen because it wouldn't without you so thank you so much but as always we do have to give an extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producers here and above and those fine wonderful amazing incredible stupendous folks include brandon bovia rob rman x fangs dan and twistle z patty hyrule hermit sky blue flames adam o'sullivan Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, The D-Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky113, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Pagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100 Young Ben Kenobi Doug Shomix Andrew Medeiros M, Sakuragi Becca Killamox Fizzywig Hoyd, The Legend of Groose Eddie B Kai Ed Kit Fisto Kenneth Lee Stingle Deaneth Kota Sci-Fi Lullabies Michael McCaw Matthew Wong Goron Amber Straight Lace Justin Matthews Hoobie too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron 809 Ryaner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Spicy Pan Daughter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Lord. Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi Steve's Mom, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Wooly. Skull Kid Tiger, Steel one Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Superdank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Chibi J, Stagnasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brendan Hesse, Hustle Bun, Noah Fitterer, Rizamond, Helen Kincannon, jake gerard and last but certainly not least calvin atkinson thank you all so much for your amazingly generous support that list just keeps on growing and growing i love reading it out every week now more about how you can get on that list or all the other ways you can support us uh, head on over to patreon.com slash gbgaming we offer a wide variety of tiers starting at just one dollar a month all of which come with cool perks like access to our discord community participation in our exclusive live audience chat as you saw today. Uh you can play games with us on stream twice a month, lots of different cool perks. So check us out over there. But even if you can't, and you just support us here on YouTube. We'd really appreciate it. Like, subscribe, ring that notification bell. Every little bit truly does help. And remember, when we hit 75,000 subscribers right here on YouTube, one of you is winning a Switch OLED. That's right. All you got to do is be subscribed when we hit 75k and you could win a Switch OLED. That's it pretty easy deal i think but either way thank you so much everybody as always for hanging out with us we will see you on friday for episode 154 of today's news tonight until then good night and good vibes bye everybody see ya